If you're easily offended by foul language and adult content, you should probably stop listening about now. As for the rest of you, I can promise that we will regularly be saying words like damn fuck ass and so if you stay here we go want to take some time to welcome y'all back to this next episode of buddha and the beard my name is the beard <laughs> also known as hugh that's Hugh. i'm johnny johnny buddha the fourth yeah yeah all right, and again, this podcast is all about uh, using our ain't shit powers for good. Today, we're actually going to lean on a subject that a lot of us, well, pretty much everyone has been through in this stage of life, kind of like similar to our last topic, but, you know, this one cuts a little deeper, you know? It's been 11 days, umpteen hours. I'm going to be burning until you return. Now, when I say burning, of course, I'm not talking about the, you know, other sense. I'm talking more about the breakup sense. Hope he wasn't either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we look, oh. We have recently learned new things about Usher that maybe let us know that uh, he could have been talking about. You gotta wait for that Confessions three to come out. Right, right, right. Oh, that's gonna be ugly. Hey, right, let it burn. Gotta have a whole new meeting. Right, right, right. <laughs> but either way, uh, this week's topic is all about breakups. So, again, this is something we've all been through. Right, exactly. The pain, the hurt. We've all been hurt or given out hurt in this way before yeah, accountability that's the theme exactly accountability accountability so we're going to figure out how we can do better but of course we want to have a little conversation just about what this is and kind of like how this breaks on into our world and as we did last time i want to put this disclaimer actually at the top of the show it's not about mansplaining through things not at all we are not representative of all men but uh, as two single men in their 30s, we've clearly made a couple of mistakes in our lives. <laughs> on that, right? We should be able to talk on that. Exactly. Exactly. Open to any discussion, you know, counteracting, um, counter arguments, anything that you got to say, you know, we're, we're open to that too. So. Yeah, absolutely. We're open. We're open. Uh, but just like the X's, please don't jump into this conversation. I, I, we, we're still too early on for that kind of smoke. I don't want it. Everything about it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think a healthy way to start this conversation off is to address our worst breakups. Like, let's just get it out there. Let's lay it out so that way people know our pain and that we can move forward. Maybe in a more healthy manner. Oh, it might be too early. The sting might still be there. Do I want to go first? Yeah. I think mine's shorter. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just going to go first. I'm just going to say everything. Everybody. Every go for it. I've had has been terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of those fortunate people that are like, oh, now we're cool, amicable, like we're friends, we can still hang out. Though there are women that I've messed with in the past, I still hang out with now. But then when we initially stopped talking, there's always a terrible, horrible, you know, process and i don't i don't do breakups well which is probably why i'm single like i choose not to like even dance with that energy you know what i'm saying but like yeah breakups have never been good for me man i don't take them well um um even if they're like mutual you know what i'm saying like i might not want to be with her either but i still get mad you know what i mean i'm still like can't believe this you know, <laughs> that's so natural like, yeah there's, there's always like a you know but i think i'm getting better at um obviously i'm better at handling it now in my 30s but in my 20s man i was not good so that's the quick and easy. I don't have any specifics. They just always end in arguments or they always end in like some dramatic bullshit that 
just scarred me for life when it comes to relationships and how they end. I'm hoping my next ones, my next ones that are going to end, end a lot better than my past, you know? Or, or maybe they don't end, you know? That's true, too. There's a game, there's a game afterwards of, like, will they, won't they? Again, cat and mouse kind of thing going on most of the time, too, that it's just muddy, just muddies the waters, you know what I'm saying? It makes the situation that much more worse. I hate drama. I try to avoid it like the fucking plague. So, you know, going forward, I'm definitely going to uh, keep that in mind. You know, okay. keep, keep the keep the uh, the fact that I've never gotten out of a relationship unscathed. There's always been like, some crazy emotional scarring, and then the subsequent overhealing. I don't want to say just healing; like it doesn't just close. It scabs up, and then it grows into a keloid, and then there's some more shit on top. You know, it's just never like I'm still I still feel some of them shits. So you know, when it's raining outside, I'm like, oh, woo, I can feel it in my knee. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, that's it, man. That's the skinny of it. That's the that's the long and the short. I'll I'll get into a little more of the long than the short. Uh, I guess I, I'll go into one specific breakup, but I feel like this breakup led to more of who I am today than anything else, right? Okay. So it was a woman I was dating. Uh, we were undergrad. I'm not gonna say any names because we're actually kind of cool today. You know, we're good now. We're good now. But like. 10 years ago, fuck her. Like, uh, oh, I hated her. Like, it was the worst shit ever. So um, we got to a point, well, really, uh, in the beginning of a relationship, I saw myself with her. And I mean, you don't start off a relationship. I'm like, oh, this is about to be three months. I'm like, nah, this is forever. And this right. was like, when said was like super lover. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had that, that I had all the love in me. Okay. This is before the, the, the scar tissue on my heart, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you know, I met her and I was like, man, she's amazing. And she's so unlike any woman I've ever met in my life. We were dating and I thought everything was cool, man. It turns out uh, things were not cool. Um, there was a lot of fuckery happening behind my back. And uh, when this became apparent to me, of course, you know, I took the necessary steps and I broke up with her, right? I broke up. Then a week later, she broke up with me. Wait. It, right. I was like, what? What the fuck? How did this happen? Like, but the like, mind you, I broke up with her because this wasn't working, because she hurt me so. Then a week later, she comes back and hurts me even more for breaking up. I'm like, nigga, I'm so fucking confused right now. Exception breakup. How did this happen? Right? No, you don't break up with me. I break up with you. Like, fuck. Like, and it actually hurt, you know, because she said some really like hurtful shit in that time, you know. Like she, she cut deep and I know she cut deep cause she was hurt. We've talked about this. Now, question. Yeah. Was what she said valid? No. No. So it was, well, maybe, I don't know. She was like, one, she hit me with a, I'm not that attracted to you. I was like, oh. How long you ever told her? We were dating for like a year at that point. Like to test the term. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so she's like, I'm not that attracted to you. And when she said that, like, and I really just don't like you that much. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. My confidence was at an all-time low. So what did I do? I did what anybody would do. I became a thought. I started to try and prove to myself that I am one attractive. So I started to work out. Thank you for that. I got the flex now. You know, all these years later, I'm still working out. Shout out to you. Shout out to my ex. Um, but then also, like, there was definitely uh, some bad parts that came along with that, right? I was not as confident as I should have been. I definitely uh, started to take on some habits in order to prove to myself that I was attractive, that I was, quote, worthy of that love. And, you know, I've made mistakes. I've hurt a lot of people along the way. 
but even more than that, like, I, I mean, I, I did really like reckless shit. And part of it was like, I slept with a woman unprotected. I have a son now, you know, and I, I'm not going to say he's in no part, no way, shape or form a mistake. Neither is she. They are both very important aspects of my life. And I love both of them dearly. You know, I'm not going to be with the mom, but still like, you know, we, we know that and we have built an amazing friendship. But all of that was a result of me being hurt by another woman and saying that I have this need to, to boost my ego, to, to be like this macho dude in order to like prove her wrong, you know, which isn't necessarily the healthiest way to address. I think, I, I think yeah, I mean, I've definitely been in those shoes before, um, you know, where you just felt less of a, I mean, I want to say less of a man, but it's not even that. You feel like less of a person. Like, anybody would feel. Like, a woman would feel that way in those shoes, too. When a, when a woman, like, uh, not necessarily, I never, I can't recall ever being cheated on, like, and knowing about it. I'm pretty sure it's happened. But I don't know. But I definitely know, like, I've been with women and, like, we broke up. And then a week, two weeks later, she's with some other dude. And he looks like motherfucking, you know, like, some, something out of a fucking magazine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, you just... I mean, more power to you. Upgraded to some dude that looks like he's on men's health. Right. But I'm out here looking like, you know what I mean? I'm like looking at myself in the mirror like, shit, inadequate as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was going to bring that up when we got to it a little later, but fuck it, you brought it up. I think like going to the gym is probably rule number one. If you're a guy and you break up with your girl and you ain't feeling, you feeling less than stellar, take your ass to the gym. Fuck yeah. That shit will help. Not only will you see beautiful women in there working out and shit, you know, you'll, you'll get the confidence to look better. You start seeing the difference, and you can just take out all that angst, all that anger. Yeah. Up a fucking weight, put that shit on yourself, and then before you know it, you got muscles and shit. So. Right, and the muscle, whew, huh? It's That's a game changer. I can post a before and after pic. I was a skinny motherfucker. Yeah. Like I was skinny as shit. Yeah. And now I'm not. I'm not big, but I'm not small. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna go. They was personal challenges and the personal growth that comes with it. And I think I'm thankful for like four relationships because I wouldn't be in the gym like I am now if it wasn't for that. Yeah, yeah, real shit. Great. So stressful. So, what's interesting about breakup is breakups mimic the way we see grief, right? So I think the best way to talk about this is talk about the five stages of grief mm-hmm. slash breakups. And what I want to do is, since we're a little different, I want to attach a song to each one of those stages in order to make it clear for the audience on what this means okay so stage one we have denial and this is what i call the i'm all right stage you know so uh a song i feel like would classify this is uh you don't have to call by usher Mm -hmm. it's okay girl because i'm gonna be all right tonight slide right (laughs) those rollers (laughs) that was my shit i was definitely going through some shit during that song so i needed that song yeah 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 i was like what what like 16 15 16 aging myself i was was like what i want to say like freshman year something like that yeah yeah Yeah. it was cool though either way all right so stage one denial stage two anger so this is what i call the man fuck her stage okay um what an obvious song here is I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass. I ain't right. fucking with you. That's an anthem right there, boy. Listen, I know that when that song came out, I was playing it on repeat. You know? Yeah. Just hurt. Just hurt. 
yeah, yeah. He, 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 really, he really captured that energy properly, you know what I'm saying? Because we all knew what he was going through. He was going through a public thing, like a public yeah. breakup. Right. And it was like, he didn't say nothing, at least as far as I know, I didn't hear too much in interviews or online. He just made a song about it, and that shit was like, yeah, you're going to hear this in the club, shorty. Fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. So we got stage one is denial. Stage two is anger. Stage three is bargaining. Now, this one is a little confusing, right? It's uh, trying to find a way to make it work stage. So it's like, what is your new normal? So I think uh, none of your concern, Janae Aiko, I'm, I'm hoping I said that right. So between that song and BS, I think those are two good bargaining songs. It's like, I'm trying to figure out what my new normal is. I'm trying to get back to so myself. Are you necessarily, are you bargain, bargaining with your significant other or are you bargain, bargaining with just uh, like this, uh, this empty room that you now have, like, like so to speak, mentally? Exactly. It's more bargaining with that empty room and making sure, like, essentially, I'm trying to figure out what fills my space now? You know, how do I find fulfillment? Because essentially this person was that. Right. Take your ass to the gym. Right. Right. <laughs> Work the fuck out. All right. <laughs> so stage one, denial. Stage two, anger. Stage three, bargaining. Stage four, and this is the motherfucker. Okay. Depression. Oh, yeah. So this is, why does this always happen to me? Why is everything so fucked up? stage yeah it's like old relationships don't work out you start replaying arguments that y'all had like shit could happen four or five months ago you in the shower coming up with better responses right (laughs) you kind of want to ask about like so what about on thursday october 27th when you know like yes start becoming a detective and shit this is the yeah this is that connect the dot phase right yeah you know it's funny because women always like you know they might get i think I don't want to generalize, but they can get upset initially at a breakup, even if it's something that they were, you know, down with. They still let themselves go through that motion a little more than men. Men at first can't wait to go out. They start linking up with their single homeboys that they ain't seen in a minute. They go into the strip club. But, like, you know, two months, maybe a month later, they start, you know, missing her a little bit more. They start forgetting about all the bad times, start thinking about all the good shit that they're missing out on. But by then, she's flipping. She's going out now. She's looking good now. She's been working out for a month, so now her shit's, you know, flat tummy teed up. You know what I'm saying? She looking good on the, on the gram. She right. cut all her hair off. She's somebody new. You still same old nigga. <laughs> no, this is that that is a very good point. This that's actually something I wanted to address because I do think that actually in my my experience, I think that women are better at going through all these stages than men are. And I have a very like clear point for that. And Everything you said, right? Like, I think that's absolutely true. When you look at a woman, like, what happens when she first breaks up with you? She, like, maybe, like, starts to uh, post some, like, kind of salty shit at first, you know? But it's more about, like, the, oh, I can't believe this, da 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 And then there's the anger space. But, well, also part of that denial stage is, like, she'll go out with her girls, and she'll post that selfie, that picture with all her and all her homegirls, because you know they know about the situation. They know the, the story in and out, right? And she, she, she got that look on her face where when you see this picture, you ain't hurt. Cause you're like, I know that look, you faking it. Like you, you, there's, there's, there's no light in your eyes. I see that. I see that. Right. And then, then she has that anger phase where she'll, um, you know, be on that fuck you shit. So like, sometimes this could come out as like some social media post. She'll post some shit on the stories. that's like really passive aggressive maybe more so aggressive, like, my last nigga, duh, 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 right. like, kind of making it abundantly clear, right? Yeah. Bargaining. This, this is my, this the, that's the part of the relationship breakup that I hate. This yeah, oh, part. it's the, the fucking worst. It's the, the worst. The transition from us being a couple into us not, you know, to us being separate people again. 
and then watching her like go through this detachment phase or even having to go through it myself i hate this this part because this is the part that's like damn like i'll hit you up about some random shit like it would be some friend shit that we're both interested in and you'll like try and curve me or turn it into like this sequence of events that's not necessarily trying to be and i don't know i'm getting lost about it but no that's real but i think that stage coupled with this next stage the bargaining stage for women bargaining stage for women is when they start to like they're taking a less aggressive approach and a more passive approach where this is probably where she's posting pictures and you can tell it's clearly wasn't taken by her. And this clearly looks like a date spot. And that clearly is another dude's hand. You don't want to be a detective, man. Right, right, right. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that later. But like that, that is like, again, anger, bargaining, her bargaining is a new normal. But also there's some of them that like start to take these, um, this is where you see the post where it's like a quote and there's like sand in the background or palm trees. Like he could do, you could always do better. Or it's like a uh-huh. Jesus, a Proverbs quote or some shit. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, 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 right. And then there's the depression stage. And I think that this is where the difference between men and women kind of come into play. Right. Because the depression stage, we don't handle well. Right. I think the depression stage, it takes you, being able to lean on individuals around you and being abundantly honest and upfront about what you're feeling in that moment and how much hurt you're going through and being able to like, and not being afraid of bringing that up on multiple occasions, right? There's no no way around it either. You got to go through it. You have to go through it. And this, as men, like there's two sides, right? It's like one where we're not great. We know this, this is like being widely mentioned now and now we're taking steps towards fixing it, but you know, we're, we've always been taught to hold it in, hold it in. Don't, don't uh, express yourself. Don't be too soft. Don't right. Showing emotion is weak. You know what I'm saying? So like, this is a stage where either you have trouble voicing it, or if you voice it to your boys, some of your boys aren't great at receiving this. And oh, what's their yeah. response? It's like, nigga, stop being a bitch. Let's right. go out and get some hoes. Like, right. You got to fuck some like, and like, like, well, also, you know, you can't always put things, those heavy things onto your friends because they might not be able to carry that load for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do some shit too, and they can't be vocal about it either. Right. You know? Right. But essentially, this is, I think that this is the stage where we mess up more, right? We don't have enough outlets to satisfy or like treat our depression. So then what happens and why we end up sending those like future like text messages where it's like, oh, we really going to end a decade without each other, huh? That's right. crazy. You know, like shit like that. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this is why we end up reverting. So after the depression stage, I think that we end up going back through denial, anger, bargaining, and then like hitting some sort of like either one, two or three of those. And as opposed to women who actually get to this fifth stage, which we didn't get a chance to mention, but acceptance where they're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We see a false light because we fill up that space with so much bullshit and so much like trying to keep busy and trying to find a new thing and da 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 that it, it never we never we don't get to that point as quickly as a woman could or as a person just yeah, that's could. I mean, and that's just one facet. There could be many things. Like I said, I don't want to generalize, but she definitely has a support system of female friends that are probably like more um emotionally available for some of the shit she's going through like you know what i'm saying they, they got like i mean and also let's be real like they know every detail of your relationship exactly it's group chats now and whenever this nigga said this here's a screenshot right this right. Screenshot. look at this nigga on a date on right. online here's a screenshot you know right. guys don't really do that but you know like they see things they might tell one boy one, one of their more mature friends 
But for the most part, I'm not jumping in my group chat and expressing my displeasure at seeing my ex-girlfriend enjoying her life. You know what I'm saying? Or right. even like, while we're in the relationship. Like, they don't know the details of what we're arguing about, what's going on. Maybe one or two of my friends, but not everybody. Right. Because my support yeah. system is not that round. Like, yeah. Yeah, they have they have more of a community behind them as opposed to us, which is reg- it's much more linear. It's like one point point A, point B, and that's it. Right, right. You know, and then like a lot of that can be segmented because there's some of your boys you go to for this, and some of your boys too you go to for that. Exactly. So you don't want to present too much, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the five stages of breakup is denial, one, anger, two, bargaining, three, depression, four. And then acceptance, number five, where we tend to delay to get to yeah. as men. <laughs> so now that we've gone through all that and we've talked about the fact that, you know, men and women do tend to handle this very differently from what we've experienced ourselves. Um, I think we should do what we do best and go into a lightning round into the mistakes we make post breakup. So essentially, this is like these are this is this should be your to not do list next time you have a breakup okay yeah. i got a whole list of these let's go oh oh me too me too you want to go first or should i go first uh you go first all right go okay so let's go here stalking the socials oh. do not stalk the social it doesn't three months later it doesn't matter how long it's been like there is not a point where this is not going to hurt because you're gonna see some shit you're gonna hear some shit yep like it, it could be in the stories Rule number one, you will always find what you're looking for. You, you exactly. Find it, so. Exactly. And then you, you get it. Oh, you fuck with a nigga. You right. fuck with a nigga. It's not a truth. The truth hurts, but it'll set you free. You know it will. So, it will. But also, yeah. there's, uh, there's some points where you're not ready for that, right? Yeah. And yeah. That, that hurt can lead to really dumb confusion decisions. Yeah. Yeah. When she confuses you, which I think sometimes is. Um, you know, a goal of ex-girlfriends, like if they if they mad at you, they want to fuck your head up. Confusion, mm-hmm. it can have you fucking your own life up, and they're not even there in the daily. You over here making stupid ass decisions because you you're trying to counteract what you just saw. You're yeah. trying to counteract what she's doing. So if you know she's dating, you go jump into a relationship with whoever that is over there. Like you yeah. just gonna do it quickly without thinking about it. Yeah, never good. Yep. Uh, my turn, right? Yep. Uh, drunk calling or drunk texting? Oh, we we can call this draking. Is this the Marvin's room? Hey, this is the Henny in the system, you know what I mean? And now you, you, it's late night. She's on your mind. You just, yeah. she just posted something. She's out too. She's not. She's out not that far from you. Yeah. You at this spot. She at the other spot. Ooh, let me see if she. Let me see what's good. Never gonna turn out well, man. Y'all might even <laughs> fuck. Y'all might even get back together, or you know, on some on, on some shit. But really, y'all probably shouldn't. So now y'all having sex again, and then you're like, damn, we back in it. And now you're starting to see all the things you hate. Yep. And now you stuck. So yeah. choose wisely. Or she might not hit you at all. She right. don't, don't request and them text messages might go straight to the group chat where they're roasting your ass. <laughs> Booger Johnny's back. Hey, spelling shit wrong. Your ass is drunk. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So staying, well, really, I, I think to add to that, it's not even just like the drunk text, but trying to stay in contact too soon and fucking, you know, like yep. after it's been done, like you got to leave a lot of space and time to allow for healing to take place. Yeah, you got to give yourself that time. Right. All right. So I think this is kind of in the same vein, uh, but trying to be friends too soon. Yep. Give it some time. Yeah. Not not airing it out. Like you got to, sometimes it's still too too young. It's too still too fresh, sorry. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, all the stuff that you haven't been able to process just yet can come off as a lot more angry than maybe even you're intending, you know, and this can lead to a lot of confusion. This can be lead to a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, because again, you guys aren't ready to start to really rekindle or reform whatever this might be. Okay, I got, I got to go with talking to her friends. Like, y'all might have a nice friendship, a little side friendship y'all had. Maybe y'all was friends before y'all started dating, the, you and her started dating. So now this friend is not your friend, my friend. All right? She's a scout. All yeah. right? She's a goddamn snitch. <laughs> I'd be like, so how's she doing? Oh, you know what I mean? Asking questions about her. Or she's asking things about you to see if she can relay back to her homegirl. Don't do it, my nigga. Stay yeah. away. Yeah. Oh, and, and be the ones that are closest to you. Yep, it's not uh, your, that's a spy. Oh, man, yeah. All right, uh, I think you mentioned this before, but uh, moving on too quickly. So essentially, like, one of the mistakes, post-breakup, if you're already out there, you're trying to, like, oh, let me, uh, let me, let me get my feet wet again, da, 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 da. like, all that ends up doing is you putting on the pain, the hurt from that other person, like onto uh the next guy you know or the next girl you know um and i think this is it's funny because something you said last time we were speaking is like you're allowing that man to stay pay rent in your brain and that's essentially what's going to happen if you move on too quickly and yeah it's like you're always You're you're comparing your new girl who doesn't deserve that shit um to your old one and you're bringing all that baggage and all of those unanswered questions and all of that you know non closure to the new situation and that's not cool. You're putting a lot of weight on that person's shoulders. They should have a clean slate when you start fucking with them. And I, I, that's hard, man, you know, cause that's, that's a conversation you have to have with that person. Like, yo, I just got out of something, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm not clear headed right now. You gotta be aware of that. Yeah, you might want to smash. Yeah, she's pretty, you want to take her out, but you gotta be aware of that. Like, yo, I'm not coming from um, a, cle- a clean slate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm coming from a lot of bullshit. I'm bringing that with me and I gotta check myself first. Yeah. So, accountability. Yeah. Is your go? Oh, it's my go? Oh, yeah, it is. All right. Uh, we're wallowing. I think we wallow a little too much sometimes. Like, you know, you got to be active. You got to get up. You also need to, Um, I think this this is like kind of like a, it goes hand in hand. You got to also like take it one day at a time and take care of yourself. I remember last time I had some uh, um, serious break, you know, I had a serious breakup. Um, I just, I, I was going through the depressing stage and I just didn't have the energy for a lot of shit. And I had to go to work. And for almost like four days straight, I just took Ubers to work, which is mm. in the city. I live in Brooklyn. So it was like, I could easily jump on the train. I just didn't want to be around people. Yeah. Like, let me just get an Uber, like just sit in the back seat and just listen to my headphones and get, get dropped off straight to work. Just, just take, you know, I didn't want to spend all that money, but I was like, I needed, I need to do what I need to do to get myself back to normal. Mm-hmm. And this is a small sacrifice, but a little, little sliver of self-love. Like, hey man, don't, don't work too hard. Walk out your front door, get into the car get out and go to work. You don't have to interact with other people because you're just not in the mood for it. So I did that for myself. And I think that's important. I think uh, one thing, another thing that was mentioned before is putting all your business out there for the world to see. So this is like where you attract the low lives, like all the motherfuckers that were like waiting, they were anxiously in wait, waiting for your relationship to fuck up. This is where they pounce. Like, and those are not the good people. Those are not the people that you actually want to kind of go through these next stages with. business. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, know, she's ready to start dating and shit again. And those in the floodgates open, you know what I'm saying? Let her choose, but like definitely don't put it up there. And I, I'm not a big fan of like deleting everything right away either. 
Like you go through all your memories and you just, this person never exists. Scrubbed out of my life now. Like, right. That's not fair. You know what I'm saying? If you still had a great time with this person. Yeah, you might save them photos in a private folder somewhere, but like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I have like two more things. So um, I, important, like since we went through the, the five stages, I think it's not allowing your time to actually process what happened. So not going through those five stages. And I know that like normally at this point, like accepting what has gone on can be hard, right? Like, but not taking the time to sit down and say, this is a breakup. This is over. This is what I need to do to get back to me essentially like you were saying being kind to yourself so that's not taking the time to process yeah yeah you gotta be good to yourself man yeah. you know, just keep trying to think of something and the last point i have okay. is uh going back to another toxic relationship uh yeah i've never done that but i, I know people people do they go because you know some women they don't want to get their body count too high you know what i'm saying <laughs> like go back to charlie and shit you know that nigga ain't nothing yeah. that nigga sitting at the door like you back yeah, yeah. Really go back. There's so many people out here. Out here, there's so many new experiences you could have. Like, there's so many things you could learn about yourself by stepping out there and 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 dating someone that might not be your type. There's no reason for me to go back to things like that. You know, okay, hey, but this time I've gone back, it's, it's been a mistake and it's been wrong. Like, it's it's not. It, I'm either going through something that I didn't realize I was going through at the time. So now I'm like making myself vulnerable to this person that's already done stabbed your vulnerabilities before. Mm-hmm. So why are you yep. making yourself vulnerable to this person again? I'm yep. clearly not in the right mental space. Yep. You know, it never works out. So I will never do that, that type of shit again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The worst move you can do, like going back to something that already, it's someone that's already doled you out the pain. What, what is the point? What is the point? You just, you're setting yourself up. Yeah. You are glutton for punishment at that point. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And, oh, you know what? Actually, I just thought of one more thing. It's uh, over romanticizing uh the good parts of the relationship afterwards on it a little but yeah that that's facts like uh just like you you definitely romanticize the past you forget about things um it actually goes back to the last point you just brought up like last time i went back to somebody i had broken up with like that's all i remember the good times then mm-hmm. when she was in front of me like and it was some silence or whatever and i was looking at it i was like remembering all the shit that she said or did and i was like this is not the right person for me you know what i'm saying this is not what am i doing here and it was yeah. too late i was already in it for like three months i'm like it's too late i'm already here she already right. knows i'm feeling it i don't even know if i'm feeling her like i should be like yeah it's not a good place to be so yeah yeah well damn okay yeah i think we we have a pretty solid list over there but now yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> taking me back <laughs> i messed up so many times oh uh, man i'm glad about my mess ups are, you know I, I feel sorry for the women that are led led astray um, and I apologize for that. You know, I've definitely grown as a person. Um, but um, you learn a lot from these experiences, even when you're the bad guy, you know? Yeah. You learn a lot about yourself. Like, I looked at myself in the mirror, I'm like, you ain't ready for no relationships. <laughs> you just got to be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? Like, Sometimes that's the most responsible thing to do, right? And I think that a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. Yeah. And they, they constantly feel, and this is coming from both sides, honestly. Like, being a, a guy, like, I, I've, been in contact with a lot of women who say they're ready for relationships and all of the actions and everything taking place within that relationship just show that this is maybe not a good time for you it's not a good time for me you know one of us has to take the leap and say we shouldn't do this you know and it it doesn't hurt less right um and everything you're saying about like the accountability yeah yeah there's definitely accountability comes into play here we have to continue to be honest and really start to 
communicate, be open with ourselves, have that conversation with ourselves. Just because a person steps in your life right now doesn't mean that this is the time to be with them, to go after them, to pursue them. You gotta work on yourself, you gotta be the best version of yourself. And then only that way, you know, once you really truly love yourself and you really love somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of the experiences I've had in the past, relationships I had in the past that failed, a lot of it came from my own insecurities, you know? Like I wasn't really 100% loving myself. I think this time I've been out, out of relationships, I've got a good understanding of who Johnny is, what Johnny's capable of, my limitations, and what I want in a relationship, and what I wanna be in a relationship. Because one thing that happens, especially when I think back on these failed relationships is I didn't like myself in those situations. I didn't like what I, things I said. I didn't like how they made me feel. Like, cause you know, we always make it, you know, think about the negatives. How did that person make you feel? It made you feel bad about yourself probably a few times. That's probably why y'all broke up. And then you internalize that because your significant other, their opinion is valid, you know? And, and your, your um, ex-girl telling you like, I don't like you, I'm not attracted to you. Like that's, that cuts at the core of who you are as a person, yeah. you know? What you have to come to the understanding of is that that's just her perception. Right. This person might not just be for you, but who you are right now might be perfect for another person. Yeah. And you, know, you can't be mad at that person for telling you that they're not feeling you like that. Yeah, it cuts you deep, but it's not necessarily fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real yeah. shit. All right, so how do we move so, forward? I think we've talked about, you know, essentially like the, we've gone through the breakups, the stages of breakups, uh, the mistakes that you make post breakup. So we should really take time to discuss what is the healthiest way to move forward that we've seen or we've done, you know? And I think the most obvious thing is to not do anything that we mentioned in the past, like five minutes. Let's, let's just start there. Baseline, like basic shit. Do not do that shit. Okay. Right. right, right. Be better. Yeah. I think strengthening your friendships, um, go, go see your grandma, go see your mom or go see the people that love you unconditionally and be reminded that you are of value because a lot of times you leave a relationship, you feel a little value. Your values diminish in a bit in your own eyes. So you got to go around and be around the people that care about you and love you. That's important. Yeah. Um, replenishing is, yeah, replenishing is very important. And all, everything we were talking about before, like whether it be going to the gym, whether it be strengthening your friendships, talking to your family, like getting back to your roots yeah. and understanding yourself. This is essentially, those are the steps you take that start to give you a better idea of like, okay, well, this is who I was in that relationship. This is who I don't want to be in my next relationship. You know, all of that. It's reinforcing values, Yeah. you know? Unfollow her. Yeah, I, some, might, some might disagree. Well, I think I, 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 would, have I would mute. I would mute at least or block from like my page. I wouldn't unfollow completely. Only because I think when people catch wind of that, and I feel like you mentioned this before, that, that tends to, that, opens up a new level of hurt and that can start to like it causes an unnecessary interaction sometimes no i feel you on that like they might get offended by it or something like that but right. i mean sometimes you know you can have a, like my friend just had a, a pretty rough breakup and he had a conversation with his ex-girlfriend about it he was like hey listen i'm gonna unfollow you you know he yeah. let her know he's like i just i i'm not i'm not i'm not healing at the pro- at the speed that i'd like to and I think it's because I, you know, I don't want you to take offense. It's all on me. Now, yeah, that hurts that person because they might have some feelings for you still and they don't want you to get over them. That's mm-hmm. the thing that we got to remember here. Yeah. A lot of times, they don't want you to get over them, even if they don't want to be with you. Right. They, still they, want don't, you want to, they don't want you to be with anybody else either. Right. They still <laughs> want you to want them. They still want to be valued. So, like, right. they might, that, that, that really hurts them. And they're gonna, they might step up the games. They might ratchet up the games. You might see some bikini photos soon or something, you know? It's fucking yep. And her ass ain't wearing no clothes. Like, 
Yeah. So, you know, just be careful about how the games would be played at that point. Yeah. I So I think one uh, thing we need to re- make sure we address is the fact that people need to remind themselves that no two breakups are the same. Mm-hmm. So like whether it be two breakups you've had or breakups that you've seen in your friends, that means that the healing period won't be the same. You, just because like it's been a month, it's been two months, doesn't necessarily mean you should be over that person. So again, be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself and like know that some hurts sting a little harder and are cut a little deeper than others, right? So like be wary of that. And again, allow yourself to go through each one of those stages rather than like trying to fast forward and get to the depression stage or get to the bargaining stage. You it know? Wow. It might take longer than a month. It might take a year. It might take right. two years. Like people, people process that those things differently. It also depends on the impact that that person had on you, you know, and, and just being healthy. If you have a therapist, go, go check your therapist. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like that'll help too. Like anything to help you get over that hump. Cause the, the, those first few months are hard, but sometimes breakups can be lingering, man. They, like, that's why I say unfollow. Like, just get rid of that person in your mind. Like, just don't see what they're, they're, they're up to until you're, you know that you've also updated yourself. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That, that's all I have for moving forward. You have anything else? Two. Did we just finish episode two of Buddha and the Beard? I think we did. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, next week we're going to have another topic coming your way. More than likely, what's going to happen is we're going to actually reach out to some of y'all and get some viewer, listener response to uh, not just what we've been doing, but also what the next show topic is. So check your Instagram feeds. Make sure you're following Buddha and the Beard on Instagram. Buddha, that's my IG. Yes, yes, yes. And mine is a lot more complicated to say online, so I'm not even going to do that. Just tag. <laughs> It'll be tagged. It'll be tagged. And I'm probably going to change it just to make uh, this a little easier for people. But um, yeah, thank y'all so much for listening. And uh, if there's anything that y'all want to hear, of course, feel free to hit us up and we'll make it a point to talk about that on the show. If you've had any burning questions, like why the fuck do this, does this motherfucker do? Uh," And we're like, why does he do? Uh," You know, like all that shit. Like, of course, we're here for it. And we will take time to approach those topics with care. Um, And again, just from our own experiences, not speaking from the mouth of women or the mouth of men, really just ourselves. Safe space for these two individuals. That's it. Yeah. So again, we hope that uh, we've taken that, we've properly used our ancient powers for good today. Uh, But, you know, we're always open to comments. So feel free to reach out. Peace.